Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Talking Nerds. Uh, I'm Nate. I'm here with Zach. And we're here to talk about nerd stuff. Say hello, Zach. Hi, Nathan. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Uh, tonight, I am drinking a Pipeworks beer. I think that's the name of the brewery. It's or uh, Yeah, Pipeworks Brewing Company. I actually had a Pipeworks beer last week for the Rings of Power episode. So this is the Friday Night Dice. It is an India Pale Ale brewed with Mosaic, Idaho 7, and Sentinel, Centennial Hops. So it should be pretty good. It looks awesome. It's got these cool skeletons on it. Where's Pipeworks beer brewed? Is it a local one? Um, this. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought maybe it was a Illinois, an Illinois brewery. No, I just go to the liquor store and get a bunch of beers. There you go. Good. Sounds good. So that's what I'm drinking. Well, I have a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> uh, so you're from Texas. Yeah, I know, but I'm you drink. not in Texas currently, and I have to get up at 5.45 in the morning. So, Should no we dox him? Let's you're dox right. him. <laughs> uh, I do have a fun fact about Dr. Pepper, though. You can actually drink Dr. Pepper hot with lemon. I've heard that, yeah. And it's fantastic. I haven't heard the lemon part. But yeah, you add the lemon to it. So you actually pour, you actually put the lemon in the cup first and you pour the Dr. Pepper over the lemon. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. it's really good. So it's, you know, it's fall, almost yeah. Halloween. So there's your Dr. Pepper tip for the day. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Halloween, uh, this is an impromptu, but I watched um, Werewolf by Night last weekend. I haven't watched it yet. It was a good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was very short. Um, I mean, you know, as Marvel goes, uh, it's, it was all right. Um, no woke stuff, uh, pretty good characters. Very, uh, I mean, like it was very classic. Um, so yeah, was I think it you'll all like it. black and white. It was black and white up until the very end. Um, but it's kind of like a, a thematic type right. thing that they're trying to go for. So it's it like was, a Sven Gulli film. Exactly. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, even the way they transitioned in the color at the end, like it was part of the story kind of. So, Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, it was cool. So um, should be interesting. Uh, hopefully they're going to introduce him more into the MCU. Um, a couple characters actually in there. So, so is it, it's not standalone. So you think it could kind of fit inside of the MCU? Well, it is a standalone thingy. It's just okay. a special for Halloween, but the right, characters are yeah. kind of insinuating some, got it some yeah future... that's kind of more what i meant obviously the story itself is standalone but it's Correct. like did they leave the door open to bring them into the mcu they did yeah for okay, sure cool yeah yeah so it was pretty good yeah i definitely want to watch it and then i guess they released the trailer for the christmas special too i haven't watched that yet. i though. have not watched that either um so, so maybe we could do a live react to that as well after we definitely. do the live react for ant-man yeah all right sounds good so um let's start off uh by talking about something I think is really important, actually. Um, it's called something called the Iron Age. And you probably heard about it. Zach, I don't know if you've researched it at all. But um, uh, not beyond the text you sent me. Yeah. So essentially, I mean, we've been we've been talking about this on the podcast. We've been talking about it in person. We're just sick of Hollywood at this point. Everything mm-hmm. Hollywood is making is crap. Everything's woke. It's uh, it, and, and they're just not good writers. Um, Everything is is a pandering story. 
Uh, and so the content that they're making has to, you know, meet certain check marks and it's not good. Nothing is good anymore. Uh, and that's, that's not only for movies and TV shows. That's also for comic books. Comic books have been like that for about seven years now, just gone down the drain and DC and Marvel have, uh, just kind of reigned, you know, a lot, a lot of independent creators have been able to, uh, flourish above in the comic book industry. Um, as of late, though, a lot have uh, been popping up, but still kind of this woke narrative is being pushed. Um, same with even the book industry. Publishers are even, uh, you know, canceling certain uh, authors. Um, you could well, say the same for video games. And banks. You've got, I mean, Kanye West. I haven't yeah. fully researched his comments completely, and he does seem to be a little cray cray. But a bank basically saying yeah. we're not going to do business with you because you said some not nice words is pretty right. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and video games, I would say not so much. Uh, video games are kind of untouched by that, but I'm sure they will be in the future. Um, so uh, I would then- say an example of it where it is, is, uh, you know, spoiler, but one of my top three video game. And no. I know. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat by saying series. Okay. Assassin's Creed. Okay. Right. Like they definitely do recently. It never used to be an option where you, Oh, you're right. A male or a female. It was always male, which, but the last few games, and then they're even like, you can be either or depending on what you feel that day, you know? And it's like, yeah, the, the sentiment behind it is stupid, but I, I'm like, not, I'm not, I'm like, okay with the, like, Sure. Uh, it if you want to play a woman take character, away, right? It doesn't take away from the game, right? Right. But it and is obviously... an example of them starting to kind of change stuff. And they, yeah, Assassin's Creed's always had they they do have a warning or like a statement at the beginning of the game where it's like this has been created by I think it's like people Diverse. of multiple fates yeah, yeah. and and they keep adding stuff to it. Again, that's fine. It doesn't really take away from yeah. the game. It doesn't change the game itself anymore, but it's definitely there. It's just, I do think you're correct. Like, and I, yeah. for the most part, it hasn't like started actually affecting the product for the most part. Right. And I'm, t- and like women, uh, there's a lot of women gamers out there. So obviously, we want them to be able to have their characters too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's totally great. You know, um, so right. I don't care as much about that. But yeah, like when they're, just the idea behind it could be kind of woke, but it hasn't really reached that point yet. Mm-hmm. But um, in recent, in the probably the last year or more, there's been this new movement uh, for independent creators called the Iron Age. Um, and uh, it was cr- I think it was created by this guy named Razor Fist. Um, he's a YouTuber. He's also an, a book. Uh, he's been writing books, um, which is kind of part of this Iron Age movement. He's on uh, Nerdrotic occasionally. Um, and... Uh, it's basically he, he term, coined the term Iron Age because it's like it's not gold or silver. It's something that we're, you know, trying to create out of not like the scraps, you know. And so it's like iron. You're kind of putting together iron. Uh, essentially, that's kind of what it is. But I'll kind of there's an article um, from Bleeding Fool, which is kind of like a uh, libertarian nerd site. Um, so. There's been a lot of, so this is the article, uh, there's been a lot of discussion in the last year or so about an independent Iron Age of comic books, books, films, games, and other multimedia. Uh, but what does the term Iron Age mean when it comes to comics and other media? About a year ago, Peter Sametti, the publisher of Alterna Comics, posted a thought in response to a video by Clint Stoker, 
the creator of Downcast, and that's like a podcast platform, Downcast. Mm. Uh, in the video, Clint was asking what age of comics would follow modern comics, similar to how we have the Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze mm-hmm. Age, etc. He said, postmodern age. Uh, there's a lot of self-referential uh, tendencies as well as deconstruction, rebooting, retconning, etc., which is, I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, very little in the way of innovation or growth. Circa to 2020 and on, I think we'll be back, look back and find we were in an Iron Age forged by creators and readers that stood strong and exhibited determination and iron will similar to the iron age. We're finding new tools at our disposal at our disposal and already became more prosperous, independent and advanced because of it. So it's basically this movement of all these independent creators saying, screw Hollywood, screw DC and Marvel. We're going to make our own stuff. Uh, whether it's, you know, Indiegogo or, um, some of these like, you know, crowdfunding things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're creating great content because people are just sick of the crap, myself included, that's coming out. We will always be nerds. We will always want superhero stuff, but uh, we need good content. And so the, the audience is there. It just needs to be created. And these that's what the, all these independent creators are coming in. So uh, the article goes on, comic book creators, and in fact, all independent media creators face unique challenges today with their ability to create physically or digitally across the globe, never greater than now. And the that's true with the internet, uh, YouTube, um, and established institu- institutions and industry giants such as DC, DC and Marvel are f- and Disney uh, are filled with these low talent ideologies uh, who produce increasingly derivative and pro- uh, propagandist content. The type of situation should be a recipe for success, success, but many creators still struggle because these giant media, uh, these media giants dominate access to the average consumer and actively work to suppress upstairs that don't tow the acceptable narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the idea. Um, I mean, you, you've heard of Eric July. He's a, yeah. uh, he's made his brand new comic book, non-woke comic book. That have you read it? Cancel. I have not read it yet. Um, it's called. I Isom. Do. Yeah. It looks I do want to read it. Yeah. It does look really good. The art is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. These guys are getting crowdfunded. So they're actually making quality material here. It's not mm-hmm. just, you know, cheap stuff. Um, Critical Drinker is making a movie. Um, Dude. So, okay. The, I'm so glad you brought him up. So, you know, uh, this is, you know, how I've talked about lit RPG before. Yeah. Critical Drinker is creating one. No, he, oh, okay. he narrated. Oh, partially narrated uh, character in that dungeon crawler Carl series that I keep telling you about. Mm-hmm. So he knows the author, obviously. That's and awesome. like, there's definitely some stuff, you know, you can tell the author is probably not conservative, but he's not right. nuts so liberal either. Yeah. Right. But the fact that critical drinker was involved with the project just makes me enjoy the book even more. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I can read it and not not be worried about at some points a narrative being shoved down my throat. Exactly. So yeah. I really think you should give that that series a try. Yeah. Dungeon Crawler Carl, it's fantastic. And it kind of is like a testimony to the fact that like these giant people, these giant corporations are stuck in this like dinosaur age of mm-hmm. not being able to um, come up with new uh, ways of doing things. And like right. 
lit RPGs is such a unique idea. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, stick with the times, come up with, use the technology at hand to create yeah. new cool things. Well, you know where the, where most of the story, the lit RPG stories are starting now is a website called Royal Road. Um, okay. and, and look it up. so it's basically, it's kind of like Patreon. So okay. these authors are like posting chapters as they write them. And so like oh, you can cool. pay for certain access, right? Um, you know, like you might be able to get the chapter the day it's released or otherwise you might have to wait like a week or a month or whatever, right? I don't know. I, I, I don't necessarily go there, but it's there's yeah. like hundreds of thousands of self-publishing authors on this website. So you pay right? for the book as it's being created. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so Dungeon Crawler Carl started there and it was insanely popular wow. there. And so then he moved to actually publishing it in books. Yeah. And then now he's doing audio books. And I think the last the last Carl or no, I think the he who fights with monsters actually made like top three audiobooks the day the last one came out. Like wow. it was top three audiobooks total was a lit RPG book. That's awesome. So it's, you know, the, it's this movement started from like <clears throat> practically a self-publishing website kind of thing. So, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I'll check it out. I'm for sure mm -hmm. interested. So I'll definitely do it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, another, critical drinker is hilarious i love critical drinker he's so great yeah. although his youtube yeah. videos are kind of hard to listen to sometimes because the way he talks at the it, it, with his accent at the very end he like holds words out really awkwardly it's like he oh, like yeah. slurs at the end so it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to listen to for a long time i mostly just but I, I mostly just follow him on twitter and he's hysterical on twitter yeah so. yeah i do follow him on twitter i got youtube premium because i listen to nerd rotic while i'm at work so oh um yeah. i just watched their five-hour streams you know Mm -hmm. um yeah another big one so i talk about isom so that's that you know there's your conservative superhero market right there opens up right. all this new stuff there's also shad brooks he's uh i don't know if you heard of shad adversity it's a youtube channel oh yeah yeah i follow i watch his video i watched one of yeah. his videos because he like does sword he's a swordsman yeah yeah he's like, an Australian and so he guy. would do breakdowns of fight scenes but mm -hmm. i haven't watched any of his videos lately but i guess i did see one where the title was like kind of ripping on something and i was well, like he's on nerd rings of power he's on nerd rotic i didn't yeah. even know that the friday night tights is like their friday show where they have all these conservative okay. and libertarian that's kind uh, of funny that i followed yeah. his channel without even realizing you would love friday night tights anybody yeah. who's conservative or libertarian sick of this crap listen to friday night tights you'll be like open up to all these new youtubers that you didn't know existed um demolition like, range subscribe start <laughs> growing that audience so we can screw over youtube um but yeah uh so shad shad diversity so he uh awesome guy kind of got me back into him but he wrote a novel um called um uh, let's see it was called shadow of the conqueror Mm -hmm. uh it's it's been doing really great uh he's on indiegogo he only like uh wanted like a hundred thousand dollars he's gotten three hundred fifty thousand dollars so far wow um so uh, the novel is amazing first of all um but he made a graphic novel and he got the artist who did the injustice series dc injustice no series to do the artwork so it's a quality story with very quality artwork mm -hmm. um and it's incredible. He's he's getting all that he's getting funding to create a second book with a second graphic novel. And he's working on and that's fantasy. Um, he's working on a new story um, that's a space opera. 
So he's like, all these fans of Star Wars are sick of yeah, what's going on with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to recreate Star Wars, but better. right. Um, so I'm super excited. Well, for let's that. not get carried away here. Star Wars is pretty pre prequels yes. and original trilogy is going to be hard to beat. I know, but with now better with, than sequel trilogy, that's easy. Yes. Alternate to stuff to what we're getting now would be amazing. Um, I agree completely. So yeah, he's coming up with all these great stuff. Um, Razor Fist, he has a novel series. Uh, I forget what the first book's called, but the second one's called Death Mask. It's coming out. Uh, basically scores these that he recorded. He wrote the novels. Um, artwork from uh, George Apocopoulos. Uh, yeah, I follow yeah. him on Twitter too. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. And so great artist. Uh, so though he, uh, it's kind of like a mix between a book and a comic book. Um, it's still yeah, he does a lot of short comics on Twitter, right? Uh, but this uh, Razor Fist stuff is like books with artwork, really great mm. artwork. Um, he also draws a little bit, and he did. Um, he had it also uh, soundtracked too. So the he did the audible, an audible version of his novel. Uh, he recorded. He was the he voiced it, and then he has a soundtrack with it. So, um, and he created. Uh, so it's like this giant kind of like dune i think i don't really know the story very well but he he literally created five new languages wow um so he's like beat that (laughs) tolkien (laughs) um so there's all this great stuff coming out well how many languages tolkien create you got elvish dwarvish hobbiton or Uh, i think it was just uh two how many languages did now i don't know about uh star trek there might be more there but I mean, Elvish is one. Oh, shoot. Yeah, Tolkien created a ton. 15. Yeah. I was going to say, there's wow. a ton of different languages in Lord of the Rings. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, Tolkien still is the king. Which yeah, I'm totally Tolkien good is the king of fantasy and always will be. But, uh, well, I mean, yeah. C.S. Lewis, Tolkien, they're, yeah. they're both up there. But I would say C.S. Lewis didn't only write fantasy, though, right? So True. I would so, say like Tolkien kind of right edges them out there a little bit. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, but my point is, there's this new movement. There's hope, and there's all these great creators, and so we got a lot of uh, good content ahead of us. Um, so be on the lookout for those things. Look up these guys, find their stuff, go support them, and uh, yeah. So super exciting. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll kind of move on from there. We are going to do a live reaction to a couple trailers, I guess. So we'll do Ant-Man and the Wasp and um, you said Guardians the holiday Hulk special. Special. Yeah, the, it came out today, I think. Okay. So let's start with Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I'm going to play it right now. So Ant-Man's famous. Baskin Robbins reference. Love Baskin it. Robbins. That does not look like the wasp to me at all. It really threw me off who she was at first because of the short hair. Well, I the thing is in the comics, she does have short hair. Right. I don't have so, a problem with it. I'm yeah. just saying it took me a second to recognize right. who it was. She does look different. Yeah. That's true. But I mean, I'm okay. It's not that big. Yeah. Of a deal, but so he's being called Spider-Man, which That's is kind of funny. funny. Marvel and, humor. I mean, <laughs> just I cannot believe 
Oh, but his daughter decided to build something that can get them into the quantum realm without knowing who? what the quantum realm was <laughs> even called. And who gave her access to all this? Like, right? Was like that was my biggest problem her. with the trailer. They're how like, you, you did what? what the, <laughs> how do you not know what the quantum realm is if you're building a gateway to the quantum realm? Right. Yeah, and and yeah, I'm just surprised. Yeah, it it's is. just it's just getting yeah. lazy. Yeah, a little bit. But quantum. Mm-hmm. Women, woman telling. I guess it's another girl, but woman telling you, you did what? Right. <laughs> also, no super suits. What do you say? At all. I said no one has their super suit on right now. I know. It's I'm like, oh, where'd they get them? Well, they might have it underneath, maybe. Maybe. Looks cool. Yeah, it does look really cool. Where are we? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe the quantum realm. Maybe the place Cassie. you sent us to? Golly. Uh, I'm not getting any sound, by the way, Nathan. You're not getting any sound? No. Oh. That's fine. I okay. just, I was going to ask, it, what's the, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask, what's the sound, what song did they use for the background soundtrack? Uh, whatever song this is, oh, I whatever. should have okay, stayed so, on the farm. Yeah, okay. All right. I couldn't remember what it was. I don't even, yeah, I don't recognize Didn't it. Didn't recognize it. Okay. Marvel usually does pretty good with their background songs, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but they had their suits. Yeah. Where'd they get them? Except for her. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I'll say visually, it's going to look amazing. It, I do think it's going to look really cool visually. However, yeah. I am also worried because this is just a trailer and they've been slacking on CGI. Mm-hmm. So the actual movie might not look as good. Yep. Uh, Wakanda? Yeah, it does kind of look like Wakanda. Wakanda. Who's this guy, girl, whatever? The aliens do look pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, I'm super excited for. I, I, I He's usually fantastic. Yeah, so. it, there's not a bad Bill Murray part. That's yep. for sure. Weird spaghetti Ant-Man dying. Uh, he does. Uh, Kang looks pretty great. Actually. Yeah, Kang does look really good. Also notice the juxtaposition between him being called Spider-Man at the beginning yeah. of the trailer and then actually being called Ant-Man someone in the quantum realm. Right. At the end. Like he's being used kind of like, mm-hmm. like, oh, somebody actually does know who I am. Right. So, yeah, yeah that's the that's the teaser. Um, looks looks pretty good. I mean, it, at this point. I just have to hold my opinion on it until it actually comes out because, you know, I get excited and I think it's going to be all right. And then it actually comes out and it's crap. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have, I have low expectations for anything. I think if anything, if I'm excited for anything, it's this and um, probably the Avengers movies, Secret Invasion, I'm not really excited for. It's probably just going to be Captain Marvel Part 2. Probably, yeah. Um, and everything else can, yeah. I don't know. The, the Wakanda, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be some eye roll parts to it, but it looks good. Like the trailer, I mean, they, they do the Wakanda trailers 
Black Panther trailers amazing. So yeah, I do love how they set those set those trailers up. So it, I definitely think it'll be more old Marvel. Hopefully, I like hope so. back to the roots, kind of. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of their special thing, I guess. It started with Werewolf. So they're yeah. on the holiday specials with every holiday, maybe. It's almost Christmas time. Peter's upset. <laughs> As usual. As usual. <laughs> gotta shoot. Gotta show Hollywood sign. Right. A little pandering. More twerking. Ugh. Wait, was that Groot? Big yeah. Groot. Big, Groot. Big Groot. Oh boy, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Wait, what was the whole Kevin Bacon thing? I can't remember. Was I that in a past movie? Either. Uh, I'm not sure. What the frick was that? Oh, Cosmos. Groot with... Small head on big body? (laughs) Yeah, small head on big body looks strange. (laughs) Looks very disorienting. Uh, I don't like it. Introducing Kevin Bacon. Why is Kevin Bacon in this? Because star power. Who, Who liked Kevin Bacon? Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming Peter, right? Oh, it oh, yeah. pays off an eight-year joke. That's right. Okay, I kind of do remember that now. What was the joke? Well, he really liked Footloose, remember? Oh. And then in in yep. Infinity War, he's like, is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? It never was yeah. the greatest movie. Okay, no, you're right. Okay, okay I remember now. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay, so the dog from space is back. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we'll see. Is this yeah. coming out this Christmas? Yeah, it'll be coming okay. out this Christmas. I mean, it's probably going to be a whatever kind of yeah. thing, right? So, I mean, I I like the Guardians, so hopefully yeah. they don't ruin them too. I like but... Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's awesome. Uh, yeah, that yeah. show he just did, The Terminalist. Whoo! Not nerdy, but man, was that show good. That yeah, show I, I'm yet was... to watch it. I mean, I'm diving deep I mean, into Doctor Who. So. It is definitely intense. There's yeah. just there's a tomahawk and someone who killed his kid, and I'll let you kind of so it's like Chris Pratt together. and and uh John Wick kind combined. of combined. Yep. Yep. Interesting. It's really good. That's an interesting role for him. He does he does serious well though you know like he can be very except funny, for Jurassic but... Park <laughs> yeah I don't know I watched Jurassic World Dominion I didn't think it was it's a it's a dinosaur movie right it's a movie about dinosaurs right it's not you can't take it too seriously yeah I guess that's true well and Tristan loves dinosaurs right now so I think I probably had a softer opinion of it because I was enjoying watching him watch the dinosaurs. And you watched the new one? Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. Watch it. Was it like a member berries type thing? 
Like oh, you just wanted now? member berries, like nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, eh, a little, I guess. With the old I cast. Mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I mean, there was definitely the girl, I forget who she's even related to, is a little annoying for sure. Which girl? The uh teenage like girl? the teenage girl, yeah. She's oh, a little okay. annoying, but it's fine. Interesting. It's watchable, you know, yeah. but not necessarily rewatchable. Right. So um yeah, so uh Quantumania looks pretty decent. Yeah. Um we'll holiday see. special probably won't be great, but we'll yeah. see. It's Guardians of the Galaxy, so it'll probably have some decent moments. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then jokes that get taken too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just last way too freaking long and then yeah, never have that's... good payoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's get into the main topic of today's podcast. We're going to talk about our, uh, our top three favorite video games each of us have. A little disclaimer. I've only been gaming for a little over a year at this point. So my list is probably bound to change over the next year. Um, but I really have been diving pretty deep into video games uh, over the last year and uh, have beaten two of the game, two of the games on my list, um, which is why they're my favorites. Um, <laughs> well, there's other reasons, but yeah. So uh, we're going to do that and then talk about some honorable mentions at the end. So Zach, go ahead and kick us off. So for me, number three, uh, I got to put the Assassin's Creed series. Okay. Number three. Uh, And the only reason it's number three and not number two is it's single player. Um, Hmm. Great games. But for me, I tend to enjoy multiplayer games or, and not, they don't necessarily have to be multiplayer shooters, but like games you can play with your friends. Yeah. Uh, Because gaming for me, has mm. always been a pretty social thing. Um, but, I mean, just the Assassin's Creed games are fantastic. You go back, the first one still holds up. It's, you know, yeah, sure, it's got some clunky mechanics, but the storyline's great, and they've mm. done a really good job of keeping aspects from the first one alive, even in the latest one. Yeah, um, even though they've drastically changed as exactly combat style and... Right. And even like they've tweaked some things to do with how you get in the animus, right? Like it used right. to be only a direct descendant could be. And now it's mm-hmm. like you just need to have some of their DNA. The bones. Yeah. Like that's the whole Valhalla thing is they found his bones. And- exactly. Right. So right. who cares? Whatever. Right. It's still great. I mean, Valhalla is fantastic. I loved Odyssey. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hated the London one. I actually enjoyed the London one. I thought the, the London Syndicate? one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Syndicate. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed Syndicate. Uh, the American Revolution one. That one's great. Is fantastic. That one's um, really good. Yeah. And I never play. I didn't play. The only one I didn't ever play was the pirate one because I Black absolutely. Flag. I hate the ship battles, and so. Uh, I'm but, really interested in playing it. Um, I mean, that's honestly but, that's a lot of people's favorite or second favorite. Yeah, Assassin's I've that's what I've seen with all the lists that I've yeah. seen. So everyone loves that one. Yeah. Um. They've so definitely I gone... am probably missing out by not playing it. But... Yeah. They've definitely gone more into the fantasy element of those games rather than like they were definitely more assassin. Like they were very assassin games. Comet style was assassin. That was like the whole thing was built upon it. Right. And then people wanted to start seeing these different eras of fan, like fantastical things within mm-hmm. our RPG game. And so 
it kind of became more of that than what it was. Yeah. But I think with Valhalla, with like a recent patch, I don't know, in the last six months or so, they were you are able now to either play it as an original, like a uh, classic Assassin's Creed game or how the current style is. So you have both options. No way. Now. That's yeah. cool. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was back in March or so, I think. Okay. They, That's they, cool. They released that, so. Well, I forgot to to list the or, origins to the yeah, Egyptian one. I've heard that, that one's really good, really fun because that yeah. one introduced a lot of really interesting weapons. You could do like the sickles and stuff like that because obviously right. Egypt has some pretty unique weaponry. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, and I mean, Assassin's Creed is only getting bigger at this point. There's right like five new games coming out um, mm-hmm. in the next few years, so it's getting big. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they're I trying to do their own like great. open world type thing where you can i think the idea is you can play as any character from assassin's oh, creed be, you know what would, would be so. cool is if you could your you could take your character into each game if yeah. that makes sense and like yeah. you could basically use certain weapon like you could use whatever weaponry in whatever game now that might be a little hard to balance because like taking Although I think they did a pretty good job balancing the guns and syndicate and the revolutionary war one. Yeah. Right? I didn't play so, syndicate, but I did play three. So, yeah. So I don't know. You know, I think it would, I think it could be really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, I, I do like Assassin's Creed too. Um, yeah. but it's not, yeah, it didn't make my list. It's just, too, too big like it is really big much of time commitment <laughs> i see and that doesn't bother me like i really enjoy and i do the one other thing i do really like about assassin's creed is like you have your main storyline yeah you have subs you know sub plots or side quests but then there's also a sub main storyline with at mm. least some of the later ones where you're hunting down yeah the order i really enjoy that aspect because yeah. You know, if I need, if I want to take a break from the main storyline for whatever mm. reason, I'll just go spend a few days hunting down cultists, right? Until I can't hunt anymore. And then it's yeah. like, okay, then I'll go back to the main storyline because I feel rejuvenated in a way kind of thing. So, yeah. And I like really that. Fun. And you can, and being able to play different styles too. Do you want to try and assassinate everybody and not get seen? Or do you just want to have a giant crowd right. of people around you and fight them all at once? So, I mean, with Valhalla, that's how I play because <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm a freaking Viking. I'm that's how Steven play. plays too. He just, yeah. he lets everyone know he's there and then fights them all at once. Yeah, I do that too. But, um, and it's not like I, li- I don't like, I love RPGs. So I love quests. I love off, you know, offshoot quests and side quests and those kind of things. It's just, I like to feel progress made. Yeah. I felt like, like if I'm doing a three hour gaming session, I want to feel like I accomplished something in those three hours. Right. And not feel like, yeah, like that's how I feel with Assassin's Creed. I'm like, what did I actually do? Yeah. You don't always accomplish much in three hours. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah. it was funny. I was playing Assassin's Creed a couple of weeks, uh, Valhalla a couple of weeks ago and I accidentally killed one of the dogs. I like pet the dog. <laughs> I actually swung my axe and killed oh, the dog, no. and I was like, "Oh, I, I feel kind of bad." Well, was... I like that you could pet cats in Valhalla too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yep. So that's number three for me. Number two. Um, well, you want to do like switch off three? Two, oh, one? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, ahead. let's do that. All right. So, uh, Assassin's Creed almost made my list, but it didn't for those reasons I listed. So I'm a big huge batman nerd uh, batman is my main oh, fictional 
guy. So I coming didn't even in, think about the number I three. I know what you're going to say. Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I love Arkham City is one, I get to be freaking Batman in, yep. in an RPG. I, I love the world of Batman so much. The rogue gallery is great. I just love the creepiness of it. Mm-hmm. You get to be in, you literally get to be in Arkham City and explore Arkham City, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's a mystery. Uh, it's, it's so cool listening to like the radio stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so good. It's just, it's yeah. literally, if you love Batman, you get to be Batman and what else could you ask for? It's I can't even, it's been, it's been a while since I've played those series, like those, those yeah. series of games. Uh, what it started with Arkham Asylum, right? Arkham Asylum, which kind of looks dated a little uh, bit. It's still a good, it's game, still a good though. game. Like the jump scare yeah. with the Joker at the end or oh, like, I haven't finished that game, over- but. Oh, yeah. okay. My lips are. Still I don't really it. care because I I started playing Arkham City. Um, right. Oh, uh, but... it's not like a spoiler. It's just surprising what happens in the game. It doesn't like yeah. ruin the story. The ending of that game is great. Um, and then what's the second one? Arkham City is the second one. And then what's the third one? Third one is Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. And then that, okay, Origins so I haven't played after, Arkham Knight or Origins. I played the first two. The first two are really good. Yeah, and and the, the combat style is very similar to mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, and I think yeah. that's why I enjoy it's pretty it. easy. Yeah, um, you can do different diff- difficulty levels, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, also if you have Mark Hamill voicing the Joker, so right. that's awesome. Yeah, the Joker is great. Yeah, so those games. yeah, that's my number. That's three a very pick. very solid number three. Um, okay, so number two for me may be an unpopular choice. I, I'm going to say Fortnite. I really, <laughs> really love Fortnite. Are you 12 I, years old? No, and I don't play it anymore. I like, but I banked your mom last night. <laughs> right. Suck a dick. I like, I do think that the, the no builds definitely is going to extend the life of the game because I do think that got a lot of people back into it because that was the biggest yeah. thing for me is like, I just didn't have the time to commit to continue to play and keep up the building aspect ability. But like I'm talking classic chapter one season, like four through eight of Fortnite was like a solid year to a year and a half. And that was like, and like, you know, chapter 10 was really trash with the brutes and everything, but even like the start of chapter two wasn't bad. So, I mean, Fortnite to me was really the pinnacle of multiplayer gaming for a, a year and a half to two years, which is tough to say. Like, not a lot of games can say that, that they were the game for almost two years. I, kind of, I feel like Apex is kind of there. Eh, it's, no, it's not. at least a I year mean, more, probably more. But, but the thing, but the difference between Apex and Fortnite, Nathan, is think about the celebrities that were talking about playing Fortnite because it was yeah. popular. I will say the, Fortnite the definitely kids doing started dances on TikTok, the yeah. Fortnite dances on TikTok, right? Like that's You're not right. happening with Apex in the, in the gaming realm. Yes. yes Apex is top dog right now, but right. Fortnite was literally a, a movement right i will say fortnite definitely created the the twitch movement like the, yes, the giant sure. influencer yeah. gamers started yep. with, mm-hmm. with fortnite so yeah so and it is pretty and, cool and like, all the, and, and like, the new characters you, know, you can play and everything yeah the crossovers yeah the fortnite crossovers. was the first one whoever let xbox and playstations play together in the same game yeah that's huge that mm-hmm. they that 
Fortnite was big enough to get the, the heads of those two companies to be like, okay, fine. Like our people can cross play with each other. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, you know mm-hmm. that. And, and so again, going back to what I like about video games, being able to play with my two Xbox buddies and then my PlayStation buddy, all four of us. Yeah. You know, that to me is, is great memories that I'll always have. Um, yeah. Of, of doing that right mm-hmm. and and it's just you know it, there is something to be said about the battle royale format right yeah. like it's a fun format and it's actually very it is addictive it's like gambling right because yeah. it's like you're you're diving in and you need to find the gold weapon right so it's like that's why they have the rarities right so yeah. the, it definitely is triggering stuff in your brain <laughs> to to get you hooked almost um i'm not a big I fan of battle royales i i just think it's a little overwhelming but I'm new it to gaming. Is, it still, can so. be right, and so that was yeah. what Fortnite did well is they took some of the more complicated battle royales and like Daisy and um, uh, what was the other one? The other big battle royale right before Fortnite. Um, man, I'm blanking on it. Um, uh, some of the other battle royals that are definitely a lot more complicated, and you had six slots and you could fill up those slots, right? Yeah, and that was it. So rather mm-hmm. than getting a backpack with like 20 slots and then you need to collect energy drinks and pills and they do different things and you got to track all of that. It's like, okay, you've got bandages, med kits, small pots, big pots yeah, and, and guns. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's it. Um, so yeah, it was great. And yeah, memes are great that came with it and I get it. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, the little kids are annoying and the little sweats are annoying, but you know, it is what it is. I'll good always, scrub. <laughs> I'll always enjoy. I'll enjoy. Always enjoy classic Fortnite. Yeah. Know? So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm. Uh, I've definitely noticed. I was definitely started as a single player guy. RPGs are my favorite, but um, I definitely expanded more into the multiplayer realm, and I do really enjoy it. It is fun meeting new people, playing with people, and you know fighting people you don't like <laughs> so funny another funny quick side story nathan has a friend his name's jason colby oh yeah uh and yeah. so my friends steven and jake the three of us were playing and we were doing squads fills and we got this random kid named jason in our squad and he was pretty good and funny and got along with us and we started gaming together through Fortnite. Come to find out after I'd been gaming with this guy for like 10 months, I mentioned my brothers, Nick and Nathan, and he knew that I was from like the Hampshire area by that point or whatever. And he was like, wait a second. He was like, are your brothers, Nick and Nathan Homer? Yeah. (laughs) Like this random kid I met on Xbox knew my brothers is friends with them. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's funny how the, what what you come across multiplayer gaming. It's funny. And it's like the 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 craziness of that too is like you just happen right. to be on the same server just at the exact same absolutely time. happened to gotten the same game out of right. the millions of Fortnite games that were probably running at that point because that was peak yeah. Fortnite. Right, that's so, pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, nice. All right. Um, so my number two, no surprise, is Elden Ring. Uh, mm-hmm. Elden Ring is was uh, I mean, it's a Souls game. It's very difficult. Uh, I heard great things about it, though. Uh, I heard great things about the Souls games. Uh, so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to do it. Uh, and so it came out in February. I, of course, was not 
you know, that great at gaming really yet. Elden Ring made me a pretty good gamer, though, because I had to really grind hard in that game and I hated it for the longest time. But I kept pushing myself. And, and it like the more you play, you know, the more you grind, the better you're going to get. That's just how it works. Uh, and so I got pretty good. I got pretty high level. And it's just it's a great game. If you love fantasy, if you love open world where you can just, you know, level up, you feel like crafting new uh, weapons and armor and stuff. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, and it's got some great bosses. Pretty good storyline. Um, it's pretty vague, uh, but it's good. It's not super vague. You can still kind of understand what's going on, but the it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it just came out this year, so probably going to be game of the year. Most likely game of the year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. It's phenomenal. I've already sang 200, hour, 200 plus hours into the game. Um, wow. I love that game. Uh, I, I call it my toxic my toxic girlfriend video game because <laughs> I sure love Gracie it. Gracie appreciates same, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've told her, but at the same time, it's like I, I play it and my like, no matter how long I, I still struggle with certain things and it just pisses mm-hmm. me off. And I'm like, I'm never playing this game again. And then I find myself coming back <laughs> towards it. But the other, the other week I was playing it and like I was in, I'm in new game plus, so it gets harder. Um, and I'm like on one of the, one of the final bosses. And I was, I couldn't beat this guy and my heart's beating super fast. I'm like so close to beating him. So I'm like, I'm going to kill myself playing this game. Cause my heart's going to just, I'm going to have a heart attack. So I'm like, I, I got to stop for a while. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's fantastic. If you like souls games, if you like RPGs, fantasy, I'd highly recommend it. It's just fun. You get to play with friends too. Um, in fact, it, you, I recommend you play with friends if you're starting off because you're going to need help. Um, but it's fantastic. You can play a magic build. You can play a dex build, strength, you know, tank build, uh, all these different types of builds, great weapons, um, great character or, uh, you know, bosses and other side characters, great quests. It's huge. It's massive. It's mm. the biggest map in any video game, too. It's it's huge. Um, so, yeah, it's fun exploring. It's a great game. I have no complaints other than the fact that it's really challenging but a video game should be very challenging so Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my number two pick nice very solid i'm sure no one will give you crap for that one yeah uh okay so my number one is uh i'm surprised i put it at number one honestly as i was sitting thinking about my top three but i'm not surprised at the same time so i arc don't say is, fall guys <laughs> no 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 arc is is probably okay. my favorite video game yeah um it's also toxic it is one that you love to hate um yeah and like you can only play it for so long and then you need a break um yeah. but yeah. like it is so much fun and like mm-hmm. some of my like some of the funniest memories i've had gaming are during that game right because it's just you just get yourself in the the most hilarious situations so yeah I'll just give like super brief in case anyone doesn't know you, it's, it's a wake up on a beach naked kind of game. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have to farm up and, and build your civilization and, and go from cloth clothes to metal armor to tech armor. Right. The caveat is there's yeah. dinosaurs all the, all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can tame the dinosaurs and, and do stuff. Right. 
and that and starts every time you play it it restarts as you're naked on the beach no 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 okay. so like okay. when you when you start a new character you wake up naked on a beach and right, then right then you could load back into the server and everything yeah. you've done up to that point is saved got it got it um and so like technically the ultimate goal is to like beat these bosses that are on each world but you don't really need to do that that's like mm-hmm. a pve thing or yeah, you can yeah. just pvp mm-hmm. um and so like just some like you know hilarious funny stuff where it's like uh you know there was a, a person on a pterodactyl and uh it was a tamed pterodactyl and one of our tribe mates accidentally killed it and so we got raided because they were pissed that we killed their pterodactyl right oh my gosh you know and it's just like stupid hilarious stuff like that where it's like you know you're just dying laughing with your friends over it or like diving into the water to go get pearls and you're getting attacked by jellyfish and sharks and you're screaming Mm -hmm. and exactly so you know it's just it's definitely um it's definitely a very different type of video game than I, than we normally play, but it is, yeah. it's just, it's a lot of fun. And I, I need to, I really need to get the new Xbox and see how it's been, uh, you know, updated to, to run on that because yeah. the graphics are definitely really bad. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty old game and they're coming out with, what do you have an Xbox one? Yeah. I have an Xbox one okay. uh, and they're coming out with arc two hmm. next year, maybe. Okay. So that'll be interesting to see what they change. Yeah. I mean, I'd play um, with you. If, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it comes out. it's fun. You know, it's, def- it's definitely one of those things. And, and we, there, there is definitely a fine line mm-hmm. as far as PVP, the, the right amount of PVP goes, right. Cause you want to find a relatively new server. Yeah. You'll have the most fun. If you find a relatively new server that you are the best or the second best tribe there Mm. because new server means everyone's, you know, no one's built up yet, right? You're all trying to build up at the same point. And then of course you're going to have the most fun if you're not losing all the time. Right. And then that also ties back into you want to, you want to be starting out as the same as everybody else because you don't want to be losing because they've breeded the perfect line of T-Rexes or something Mm. and they're now destroying you with them. So, yeah, you know, that, that can be, but even like sometimes we would, so there's these, there's uh, servers called Fibercraft. So normally when you craft items in the game, you have to have certain amounts of each material of like whatever the crafting materials are for that. So like to build a metal breastplate, you need to have refined metal um so you need to have metal ingots and to get metal ingots you need Mm. to have ore and then you need to put it in a uh forge with wood to refine it from metal ore to ingots so it's it's heavy crafting game yeah it's very heavy crafting because even it sounds like new world i didn't like new world though but okay so so like to tame stuff you need uh tranquilizer darts and to get tranquilizer darts you need the tranquilizer poison which means you need rotting meat and stem berries right Mm -hmm. so it's like it's definitely built on each other kind of thing but anyways so uh that's cool though i like that where was i going with that comment i'm that's really going to bother me now because <laughs> I, was, I just see i got so sidetracked with trying to explain the crafting yeah um but yeah i mean it's just it's a really it's a really really fun game so yeah so you're kind of just building your civilization and fighting off exactly yeah yeah that's cool yeah i mean mm-hmm. uh, i'm uh 
my friend and I were talking, I'm trying to get a 40 series uh, graphics card. They're coming out mm-hmm. um, for my PC. Um, I built a PC with my friend Casey last year. Um, so that's what I'm gaming on. But he has a limited edition Taco Bell Xbox One. Oh, uh, so it like does the ding, you know, when it turns mm. on. Oh, he so won that because that he was won like, it. Yeah. yeah, that was like a, a contest for them. Wasn't yep. It? So he said, if if I get a 40 series, he would trade me his limited edition Taco Bell Xbox one for my 3070 Ti graphics card. So I'm considering okay. it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll see. Might do that. So I'll have probably have an Xbox next year. And when I, nice. whenever I get a 40 series for my PC, so yeah, that'll be a whole lot easier to game together than if you can right. just hop on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, arc two would probably be able to play on that. I'm sure. Right. Xbox um, one. it may not, mm. or it may be kind of crappy. Okay. You may just want to get a series X. <laughs> so I'll pay twice as much because right. 40 series GPUs are like thousand, 1500 bucks right now. So our series X is still three grand uh series x no those are like 500 bucks oh oh uh, i see you're saying my my graphics card is like 1500 got it uh, the series x is like 500 i think and then the series s which is probably what i would get because i don't use disk drives anyways mm. i don't i don't buy discs um so it'll probably be like 300 i think for s which is just the That's digital version bad. so yeah i mean i, well, I wanted I've, a playstation 583 series x still okay i wanted a playstation but i've kind of leaned against it because there are some games on there i'd like to play but they're starting to come to pc so i'm like god God of war and spider-man are definitely two big ones i mean they're on pc now so i'm right yeah for that purpose uh the only game i would really really want to play on playstation is bloodborne um Mm -hmm. but there's talks that it's coming to pc in the next couple years so i'm like "Eh, i don't need a playstation yeah um so i'll probably get an xbox uh, and then I'll probably get Xbox Game Pass then. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So, were you gonna say something? No, no. Okay. Okay. So my number one pick um, is, of course, one of the greatest games of all time. It won Game of the Year in 2015. Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love fantasy. I love RPGs. Uh, and w- the world of Witcher is freaking amazing. Uh, it's a great game. It's another big game where you can do so many different, like awesome side quests. Like there's not a dull side quest in that game. Um, it's got a massive gallery of monsters um, with like a, a like a bestiary. It's called where you can like read about each monster. You can figure out how to fight them, what they're you know what's poisonous to them, what bombs you can use against them, what uh, poison or um, oils you can put on your swords. Um, there's your, you know, you have a steel sword for killing men. You have a, a silver sword for killing monsters. This game That's is, cool. is so much fun. If you're really into crafting, this is like a big crafting game. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend so much time crafting. So I beat that game, um, this summer. I took a long break because of Elden Ring, but, um, when I beat Elden Ring, I beat that game. It's so much fun. Um, if you're a really big fantasy nerd and you kind of like darker fantasy, it's a great game. Um, so and tying into our Iron Age discussion too, it's yeah. now coming out that some of the writers for the Henry Cable Cavill show on Netflix, The Witcher, yeah, don't 
not only do they not care about the show, they actively dislike the books and the video games. Yeah. And yet they are writers for the TV show. Yep. Which is mind it's like all of Marvel right now. Basically. Right. It's just mind blowing that people like are allowed to do that. But so. the nice thing is Henry Cavill adores Witcher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Played all the games. He's read all the books. He literally. I, do, I, I, I think I might start the, the Witcher series next on Audible. Yeah, they're good. They're pretty good. Um, but he uh, he like will like improv lines from the books. I think we should add this line from uh, the Blood of Elves, uh, chapter twenty three or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he is the king of the nerds. I love Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He also built his own gaming PC. Um, and he's he's potentially the next James Bond, right? Possibly. I don't think he will be. But uh, and of course, spoilers. He's in Black Adam. So. Wait, what? Did you not hear about that? No. It's like all over the news. Um, do you want me to spoil it for you? <laughs> Superman? Like he, Superman's in he, the Black Adam? Yeah, and he posted on Instagram a couple okay, days Okay, so ago. I saw that. I guess I just heard that he confirmed he was coming back as Superman. He's back as Superman in the end credit scene of Black Adam as him as Superman. Ah. Oh. But here's the disappointing thing is The Rock spoiled this two weeks ago or three oh. weeks ago on The Tonight Show. So everybody knew, I mean, like, I, I guess you didn't, but like anybody who was watching right. knew that he was going to be in the, the Black Adam movie. Okay, so but like, it you did know not that disappoint. The Rock has in his contracts that he can't get beaten on screen. Well, like, he did. He can't, he can't lose a fight or that's, and that's how he's been in the past. So well, I, he got I was curious. This, this movie I heard. I, yeah, I guess that yet, I but... was going to be curious to see how they handled that, if that was still a caveat for him. But yeah, that was like yeah. one of his weird, you know, one of those weird, like, a-list actor things is he was like i can't get beaten up on screen i'm the rock yeah but if he's fighting superman he's gonna lose so yeah but that's that i mean it's exciting news for dc yeah. um apparently during flash reshoots henry cavill ben affleck who's also coming back officially and i didn't mind batflick I thought yeah he's like- all right and gal gadot were all in la at the same exact time as uh, reshoots for flash so we'll see Okay. Um, so yeah, should be exciting things for DC. But anyways, yeah. So Witcher, fantastic game. I'm I beat it. I'm still gonna be playing it again. There's gonna be a new uh, remaster this December, I think. Um, so I'm probably gonna pick it up again and start playing it um, at some point. Uh, great storyline, great characters, uh, great weapons. The combat's kind of all right, but it's it's not terrible. Um. Yeah, so that's my number one pick. Uh, and then a couple of honorable mentions. Of course, Sea of Thieves I've been playing a lot of, and it's so much fun. Uh, like you were saying, like with Ark, it's, it's multiplayer. You have fun with friends messing around on the ocean. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take loot. it seriously. You, you know, don't. It's, um, it's whatever. It's I mean, there are, there are things you can take seriously. Like you can right. become a pirate legend in the game. Uh, which yeah. I'm working towards. It's going to take a while, but it's just, yeah, it's just looting and like mm-hmm. escaping enemies. Like the other night I was solo sleeping. I was by myself and I saw this ship coming out of the ocean. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. And then they, they of course caught up with me. They killed me. I came back and they take all my stuff and like either join us or we'll kill you. I was like, okay, I guess I'll join your alliance. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's so much yeah. fun. Um, mm-hmm. And it's easily a game that you can just play for hours and hours and hours and have right. fun. So I can see that becoming one of my top three eventually. 
but we'll see. Um, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out next year, so I'm excited mm, for that. That does look good. Uh, and then I also have this one probably will be in my top three. I just haven't played it very much, uh, but Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Uh, another game. I mean, it's yeah, it's that was CD a game of the year, Project award, wasn't it? It was, I think. It's CD Project Red, same make, mm. same as Studios Witcher. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, it's a great game. You're a cowboy in a doing whatever you want to do. Like, mm -hmm. um, so I just haven't played it very much, but, uh, I mean, everybody says it's, they're like one of their favorite, or if yeah. not their favorite video games. So, uh, I'm going to keep, I'm going to play it more. It's definitely an honorable mention, by the way, Witcher, uh, CD project red did announce there's going to be a new cyberpunk game coming out mm. as well as two new Witcher games, or sorry, two, I think uh, another Witcher trilogy um, in the world of Witcher. And then there's another one, like a side game, kind of like the Gwent game that came out, but yeah, uh, but it won't center around Geralt. So okay. could be Siri. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but exciting stuff for Witcher ahead. Yeah. So. Nice. Uh, my honorable mentions were Battlefield four, which mm -hmm. is like yeah. old school throwback multiplayer game still holds up i mean that's still like that was the last video game i played with my buddies because yeah. nothing else as far as what we were playing was that and that's out it's good yeah so we just go that's all reliable you know and they still mm -hmm. there's still enough servers active that you get some variety it's not like there's only one server active there are enough people still playing that game that there are multiple servers active most nights there's always those games yeah. yeah. So I think Battlefield 4 will be a classic that sticks around. And and Battlefield yeah. 2022, I didn't actually play because that was when Tristan was born. Mm -hmm. Um, so but Steven and Jake did, and they said it was terrible. Yeah. Um, really <laughs> all they should have done is remastered Battlefield Floor, yeah. slapped a new name on it, re-released it, and they would have been fine. Well, I mean, or like do like a like a collection of right. like all the battlefield. That's like what Halo yeah. did. Um mm -hmm. Uh, mass Effect did that legendary yep. edition with all the games so yeah 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 so that's a good one and then uh borderlands 3 mm -hmm. love that game looter shooter yeah um, i'm yet to play it but eventually we'll play it <laughs> yes eventually it's so much fun like the yeah. humor is great um you know getting doing different builds skill builds to get different results based on what guns you want to use or do you want to run a melee build or do you want to do a gun build or do you want yeah. to do an endless ammo build and mm -hmm. do you want to do a freeze build do you want to do a fire build right and so it's like there's yeah. there are you know you might have to be switching characters to get some of these different builds really going but like there's a lot of different ways to play the game and yeah so that's that's a lot of fun and the humor really is fantastic the visuals are pretty good on that one so yeah, I'm excited for the next board. It's an interesting game. art style for that. Yeah, super unique art style. Yeah, and Moxie, Mad Moxie, is one of your classic, great female video game characters because of her great assets. Nice. <laughs> it's like Tomb Raider. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, also, uh, this is not an honorable mention, but it just a note. I've been play. I started uh, Modern Warfare Two. Uh, oh yeah, How's so I got so early far? access to the campaign. Technically, it's supposed to come out Friday, but I got Call of Duty playing. always has pretty solid campaigns. It's pretty good. Um, it, the graphics are too much for my computer. I updated my drivers really? and it's still is a little laggy for like the cutscenes. Wow. The actual game is fine. Just the cutscenes are kind of laggy, Dang. Um, but it's really, really fun. 
Uh, I played for a few hours on Monday. Awesome. Um, yeah. It, I, uh, there's like a 50 gig update though. That just came oh, out. Today. That is, that's always the killer for Call of Duty games. Their so, updates are massive. So I probably, yeah, I'll have to update that eventually here, but um, yeah. good, good start to the game. I really like it. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's it guys. Um, we'll wrap it okay. up there. Oh. Let, let's use this as like a teaser slash spoiler for, for next time. I just kind of want to get your brain mm. turning on this one. Okay. And we can really dive into it, you know, next time you, me and Nick are all together. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pose a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think actual bad writing aside, do you think sometimes nerds have problems with mainstream I like mainstream adaptions of their favorite thing mm-hmm. because they can't handle because for the longest time nerds weren't mainstream. And so you are always if you're going to make something True. mainstream, you are going to have to soften the edges of it a little bit, right? And so I do wonder, (laughs) and that's why I'm saying it's not like a, you know, it's definitely not a five minute question, right? It is something maybe we could build around sometime. I think that'd be a a big topic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I do think sometimes there, yes, there are examples of absolutely trash writing. The last Jedi rings of power. I, I I still, I can't comment on rings of power because I haven't watched it. Right. But last Jedi, absolutely terrible. The Rise of Skywalker, I think, is trash, but it's just a trash movie. It's not trash <laughs> like Star yeah. Wars, right? Like it, like it's still not great Star Wars, right? But like it's just, it was just sad at that point. It was just a dead horse that needed to be put down. Um, yeah. You know, in The Force Awakens, it's it's not a great movie, but it was it's not a bad movie, right? You know what I mean? So it's just like, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I do wonder if sometimes nerds get so upset about when our stuff goes mainstream is because we just don't like it going mainstream. And we may have Mm. to realize that when you're taking something, you do have to kind of make it so that it can be digested by multiple people, right? Like multi, a multi, I'm going to use a word that I hate using a a diverse audience, (laughs) right? You're fired. Get out there. Exactly. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, it needs to be woke and that's not, that's not at all what I'm saying. Right. But like, you do have totally different people who love Superman for totally different reasons. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, okay, you have to try and find a way to, to make it mainstream. Um, Mm. Now, obviously I don't agree with any of the woke stuff stuff, of course. Um, But I do wonder if sometimes it's like, maybe I do just want to enjoy it, that it's actually made it like I get to watch the Avengers on tv right because like and yeah it's like the cartoon character or the comic book characters that i grew up watching yeah. and i get to watch movies with them and so it's like okay yes i can be upset about the big stuff mm-hmm. but maybe sometimes i need to learn to let some of the small stuff go i so we can we'll definitely talk about this more in depth this, this is a good mm-hmm. discussion but for a quick comment i would say I don't think everything should be exactly how it is in the source material because you can mm-hmm. have some creative freedoms. Cause sometimes like for house of the dragon, for instance, I've never read fire and blood, but 
based on what I've been hearing, it's actually a lot better than what the book is book was. Mm-hmm. And even George R. R. Martin himself was commenting, say, wow, why didn't I think of that? Like, that's way better than what I yeah. wrote. Even he admitted that. Well, so, even season one of Game of Thrones was like seven chapters in the book or whatever. And they made a whole season out of it. And it, no, was, it good. was the whole it was the whole book. I thought so. I thought I, read, I saw I read, somewhere. I read Game of Thrones and they. No, I thought I, I thought I read somewhere season. that it was only like seven seven chapters of a book was season one. No, because yeah, it's all season one. Book two is all season two. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so, that was fake news. Sorry. I mean, it, I mean, the like the lines might be a little bit different. Yeah. Like it, like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, the first book goes beyond the first movie and goes into a little bit of the second movie already Mm -hmm. so like yeah the lines i mean certain things you cannot put into movie very well you gotta you know work it around to make it a little better but internal monologues are always almost impossible to put in movies but obviously in book form they make total sense i mean that's how it was with lord of the rings and they didn't show the orcs the entire first book right and you saw the whole battle in the first Mm -hmm. movie so um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm okay with creative freedom as long as you have a love for the lore yeah. and you respect the source material mm-hmm. today. There's not so much respect yeah. if any at all. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's my preface for the conversation, but we can mm-hmm. get into it more. Yeah. Um, I do think it's really interesting, you know, because yeah. we, we get like as nerds, sometimes I think it's like you get your thing and you hold on to it tight and you don't want it. You don't want it changed. And it's like, okay, we might need to allow some creative as long as you're correct, as long as you still yeah. have a respect for the source material. I agree. I agree with that. Um, but I don't think anybody today has a respect for any source material and it's very yeah. offensive. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm with you there. Uh, Ryan Johnson hates Star Wars and no one will ever convince me differently yeah, of that. Screw him. I think JJ Abrams just tried to be safe with the force awakens and then he just didn't know what to do with the rise of skywalker because ryan johnson took a giant shit on the chest of the force awakens yeah yeah but even jj abrams was kind of yeah too hollywood yeah i mean it's jj abrams right we all know that it's gonna have giant explosions jar jar abrams is nerdrotic calls him (laughs) so yeah um yeah well yeah, that's a good discussion. We'll definitely talk about that next time. Uh, I think next week, uh, Nick and I will probably do a House of the Dragon review for the final two episodes. Uh, it was pretty good. So exciting to have that conversation. Um, Zach, you should definitely watch that show. I, I, Liz and I are phenomenal. Are, so I'll be home from work next week. Um, so Liz and I are spending a lot. I mean, we're just going to hang out pretty much yeah. every night. So I'm sure we'll be watching a lot of TV. You got to watch show. that show. It's yeah. it's one of the best shows I've seen. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, we definitely plan on it. Yeah. That and she watched Rings of Power. I probably won't. Um, and then we want to watch the. the. I think Hollywood you should. I think you should watch it just to 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 laugh and yeah. see how bad they ruined it but mm-hmm. do you watch invincible yet oh i love invincible yeah, yeah invincible i'm waiting for season two i don't know when it's yeah. coming but, yeah um yeah, yeah i like I, invincible super excited for season two um mm-hmm. and that one i've read the source material too and i actually like the show better okay um i think the show does a better job of like slowing down and kind of uh 
pulling out the story a little bit more. Whereas the, the comic book, I mean, the comics are like huge. There's like three oh, okay. or, or I don't know how many, but massive volumes. And it's just like quick, quick, quick it goes through super right. quick. So it, you can't really breathe as much. Um, mm-hmm. Show is really good. So, yeah, I like that. Nice. And I'm sure a lot of people will be offended by that. because like, You like the comics, mm-hmm. but I've read a lot of comics. So fight nice. me. There you go. Uh, all right. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, go follow us on Instagram at talking underscore nerds and Facebook talking nerds. Uh, give us a follow on Spotify, Apple podcasts and anywhere else you listen to podcasts, uh, download, share with your friends and give us a review. Uh, and as always, thanks for listening guys. Take care.